everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from way too warm for the season, Salt Lake City, Utah. It's, thank God, I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, Dan. Yes, sir. We got a conversation. Yeah. Why don't you tell us all about it? <laughs> you have forgotten our topic. I have no clue what we're talking about. Uh, no, what we're going to be talking about is church and how great it is if you are the victim of anything. No. It is it's horrible. Quite possibly it's the last it's, place you want to go. Well, I mean, they present themselves as the only place you'll ever want to go for all of your uh, spiritual, psychological needs. Anything and everything. Temporal needs as well. Tem- all of your A needs. A lot of churches. Basically, do. almost all of your needs. Yeah. They will meet them. Uh, turns out that might not may not be the best be uh, the course of action. It might not be true. But, mm-hmm. you know, with that said, sure. uh, we need to talk about we'll, we'll our talk beards, about Dan. Oh? Oh, we do. We do need to talk about our beards. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, well, we are, we both have, we both sport the beards. Yes, we are. We are hirsute fellows. But. It's true. We also like to clean up our cheeks. And gotta, our necks. Oh yeah, I got, you got to get the neck. You got to get the cheeks, uh, gentlemen. You don't want to look like a Sasquatch. No. Last thing you need is uh, is neck beard. That oh, yeah, no neck beard. Um, not a good. That look. look is over. Yeah, it's it's we're we're a little cleaner. Yeah. these days. Yeah. and you know the whole bearded thing is kind of le- le- it's kind of sailing away too. Uh, so uh, don't make don't make me. Well, I mean, don't make me show my face. No, no, it's hideous. It's, we're both hideous men. Well, it sounds like I might need a little bit more Harry's than I think. Well, here's the thing. Yes, indeed. Uh, so what we're talking about here is Harry's. Uh, they are, you know, uh, our our sponsor, and they are also uh, your ticket to a uh, crisp, clean shave for like way less money. Right. Yeah, if you're buying razors at the supermarket, folks, yeah, you're, you're paying way too much. You're paying too much. And it's a nice, high-quality product. Right. right? So like, it's got the five blades. Yeah. You get, it's the most comfortable shave I've ever experienced. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, really, truly. Like, you, literally, like you've said to me, how it, you, it almost disturbed you that you couldn't even feel it because it glided so easily It was over. so gentle. Yeah. Right. And I wasn't used to that. I was used to more of a raspy, scrapey thing. You're like, it's right? it's supposed I'm supposed to be able to feel it tugging, right? <laughs> this is supposed to hurt. Right. right? <laughs> yeah, this thing just this thing doesn't I I barely get any feedback at all. <laughs> no, no. no. That's just working. That's a good thing. Yeah. Franklin. That's how it's supposed to work. <laughs> uh so yeah, there you go. Um if you uh, now Harry's has the deal f- uh, through us. If you go to Harry's dot com slash TGIA, mm-hmm. uh, that stands for Thank God I'm Atheist. Yes. That's the name of this show. That's how you uh, remember it. If you go to Harry's dot com slash TGIA, you get uh, you get the trial set uh, for free. All you have to pay is shipping. And the, the trial set comes with a really nice handle. I love mm-hmm. their handles. Their mm-hmm. handles are actually great. Mm-hmm. You get the five blade uh cartridge mm-hmm. you get a little travel thing that mm-hmm. goes over that cart- cartridge you get uh the shave gel which is my favorite thing which is lovely smells great uh and it's and you get it all for free and you can try it out and if you don't like it like what have you lost right like you're you're doing great but yeah. 
Then you're signed up. It, it comes to you automatically. Uh, gentlemen, look good oh, when you're yeah. out there. Oh, yeah. What, you can what, do it. What could be the harm? So you go to harrys.com slash TGIA, and, uh, and I think you'll be, you'll be pretty pleased with it. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, do that. Indeed. All right. Well, Dan. Yes, sir. Uh, it must be pilot season over <laughs> at the networks. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I've got a story about a, 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 a green lit project. Oh, it got the green light. It got the green it's light. going at forward. Uh, Greg Berlanti, uh, the creator of such shows as uh, Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl. Okay, right. So we got we got and hero we got superhero stuff. We many got many more comic book right b- bonanzas. He walked into an office at CBS and he pitched them the idea of an atheist. Okay, who uh, is friended by God on Facebook <laughs> becomes a real friendship. Okay. <laughs> and uh oh my his God. proximity to the creator uh leads him to uh have a positive impact and, and change on the lives of the people around him. Oh my god, it's digital uh, touched by an angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And it uh yeah. Oh this this uh I, I'm You know it's about sh- time I shudder. We, I shudder. We kind of needed an, another. Uh, Touch by an angel's been gone for a while now. We've we've needed another uh, God focused network TV show. Yeah, it's a little bit of oh god. Remember the George Burns? Sure, sure. You know, and and its sequel, Oh with, God, You Devil, right? With uh, John Denver. Oh, was, I don't remember it. It was John Denver and. Uh, <laughs> And God appeared to him. Yeah, and uh, or it's or it's uh, what was the one something Almighty? Oh, like Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Wasn't he just like temping for God in that one or something? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. uh, I think I think when you can make God a wacky character in your show, oh, that's the good stuff. Who's playing God? Do we know who's playing God? We don't know. The project's been greenlit. I don't even know if it's been cast. Okay. I don't know who's oh, attached I gotta, to I this have project. got to scurry out to LA. <laughs> I've got some auditioning to do. <laughs> I think I'd make it. I uh, mean, I know I'd make a good atheist. I feel like I'd make a good Well, God. here's the deal, though. This is what bugs me. Yeah. I think we need like the like an atheist anti-defamation league or something to sprout <laughs> up that, that, like, that watches Hollywood and the kinds of movies... And TV shows that have atheist characters and how they're being portrayed. Yeah. Because this is, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Why can't, why did it have to be an atheist? Yeah. Well, because wackiness and because, and because the atheist is wrong. It shows us all how wrong the atheist is. Right. He's cute though. He's fun. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but he's wrong. He's wrong. And how yeah. long does he stay an atheist right. Obviously, if he has exactly, God as his friend? Exactly Facebook. zero amount of time. Right. The other thing is, uh, yeah, I mean, this was the impetus for that competition that I won a while <laughs> back. Uh, it was a, it was a, a screenwriting, a script writing, and slash a f- little filmmaking competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
put on by the the Center for Inquiry uh, in uh, in L.A. Right. Because it was like all of the portrayals of atheists are either like robotic people uh-huh. who only you know who I talk science all only I don't right. know anything else right. and and I'm like really clearly autistic right or psychopaths. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, of course not. But like that's not the only portrayal. Like there are those people. Absolutely yes. And that's fine. They're you know they're great. But that's not who we all are. Right. It's a it's a dare I say a spectrum of people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, speaking of spectrums, or they are psychopaths, right? Uh, and they're murderers, right? Or they, you know, it's like it's like there's a very narrow window. There's not just like a really cool person who happens to not believe in God. Yeah, but I don't know that person. Oh yeah, no, that's, nobody's that's, that. That's you're right. That's a fictionalized <laughs> thing. There's definitely no like just. That cool, hasn't been my experience. Nice people. I mean, they're yeah. they're they're either evil or robotic. That's pretty yeah. clear. Yeah, and so like so this just this just bugs me. It really actually like I read it <laughs> and I know that the, the 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 point is is that yes, there's another touched by an angel coming. Right. Right. Or something like it. Right. But th- that's not what I took away from it. Yeah, but although here's where they're gonna, here's where they should go with it, and if they do, it'd be really interesting. Is the atheist convinces God he doesn't exist? <laughs> no, but at very least, the God likes the atheist more than he likes a bunch of the Christians. Oh, and that's why he reached out to an atheist, right? Because at least the atheist isn't an, a hypocritic asshole. So there could be that angle to it. They probably but won't. There's still go there. God, and the atheist was still wrong. I don't care about it's, that. It's the wrong default. You know, if they I use... I want more defaults than just good people without God. I know, but if no they... God. If they do use this as a way of, like, sort of talking to Christians and yeah. being like, you know what, you guys need to stop being such dicks all the time. Right. Maybe it could have some good, some good effect. Well, and maybe they only stay friends on Facebook, and so maybe there's always this question about whether it really is God. Yeah, maybe he never actually believes it's God. Right. I mean, it's still stupid. That part, the the, <laughs> the setup has some problems. Yes, it does. All right. Uh, I'm going to talk about something has happened in New Jersey that I didn't think was a thing in these United States. I don't know if it is a thing or not. Okay. But there's a very interesting thing. Uh, a bunch of Indonesian Christians have sought sanctuary in mm. a church. Yeah. In New Jersey. Man. Now, I saw this last week. I didn't actually have time to, like, you know, it sort of didn't get on to, into my list of things to talk about. But literally, yeah, they went into a church and sought sanctuary. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Which, to my mind, this isn't the Middle Ages. Right. The church doesn't have sway over the law. Right. But they were what they were trying to do is avoid deportation uh, back to Indonesia, where they genuinely would be possibly treated horribly they you know because christians aren't uh welcome aren't tremendously welcome in indonesia it's a largely muslim country right uh and apparently if you run away because of your christianity they don't like you know there's a big risk of you being just stay away attacked if you if you go back it's terrible um so 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 a new so the there's been a ruling a a federal judge has temporarily uh 
halted deportation proceedings for okay. these guys. Okay. So, like, it's not – I don't think that the sanctuary was really a thing. Like, if if the federal government was like, it's time to go, uh-huh. I don't think the church could say, no, we stop you. Right. I think ICE agents can walk past a church door as well as they can watch pa- walk past any other door. But would they? <laughs> How the power and authority. This is a house of God. How dare you? How dare you? Um, or since it's New Jersey, hey, how dare you? You can't come in here. I mean, the idea of seeking sanctuary in a church, like, like what was that? Like, yeah. like was it because you were walking into a Catholic, Roman Catholic edifice and the Pope was so fucking powerful that if the church was protecting you, you were basically protected? Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. It, and, but we're talking about Middle Ages here. Yeah, we're talking about... Uh, this is not... In, in eras past. Right. I don't know. There may still be parts of the world where that's legit. A thing. Where that's a thing. Well, I know there's some... I read in just the Salt Lake Tribune about a church here that's trying to protect some ecuadorian family or something yeah i mean i think a lot of church a lot of churches that are sort of on the liberal edge of things are like kind of desperate to try and keep people from being deported like good people like for instance one of these uh one of these indonesian guys that's under threat of deportation like he apparently was honored for work helping to rebuild more than 200 homes after superstorm standy like these are not the thing that gets lost in the whole like deportation and and illegal immigration sort of thing and these are these are people who came in illegally who came right. into the US illegally right uh but or rather were undocumented right uh but Probably better phrasing but the thing is that uh that's 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 like never spoken you know Trump's whole line is that you know they're rapists they're murderers they're drug dealers or whatever yeah if you compare the criminal uh doings of the illegal immigrant population to the general population they're far less prone to criminality uh. than the general population so uh. if we kick the if we kick out all of the un- undocumented uh immigrants into these united states our crime rate will actually go up <laughs> our per capita crime rate will be higher yeah. So that's an awesome thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. But, yeah, so so anyway, uh, they've halted the, the proceedings on these people uh, just until um, until they can actually, like, sort of until suss things out. out of that church. Yeah, this, well, no, it, it's not, the church is not what's saving them. <laughs> what's saving them is this uh, this judge who's, right. who wants to look further into it and... Who's who's kowtowing to the church? No, who's kowtowing to? Well, who's look? Here's the thing. Here's the other thing. This is the thing that we should be pointing out to all of the, all of the uh, the conservative Christians who are like, deport them all, get them out of here. Uh, these guys are Christians. Right. They're like you, right. and they'll be like, they'll you're sending them like lambs to the slaughter. Is that what you want? Right. Because of their Christianity, don't you hate Christian persecution? Right. Maybe no. you should. Maybe you should consider it. And of course, and then they'll be like, oh, "We only met the Mexicans. <laughs> we were only talking about them." Also, Christians, yeah. by and large. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Dan. Yeah. What do you got? Germany. 
I've heard of that. Their top cardinal. Oh. Or their top sort of Catholic dude. Mm-hmm. He is a cardinal, right? I mean, Germany's top Catholic dude is Emeritus Pope Benedict. Well, active Catholic okay, dude. sure. Right. Uh, a man by the name of Reinhard Marx. Mm. He's uh, the Munich Archbishop Cardinal Reinhard Marx. Oh. He, uh, he went on to Bavarian Radio. As you do. And gave an interview mm-hmm. in which he basically sort of kind of indicates tacit uh, support-ish, but kind of only uh, for gay marriage. Or at least the, <laughs> the blessing of gay unions. Oh, Right, officially by the church. Whoa! But only sort of, kind of, and he hedges, and he uh, never really says it. Um, He says things like, uh, the issue is how the church can do justice to the challenges that new living conditions and new insights bring. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) (laughs) So, he could be talking about gay marriage, or he could be talking about polyamory or he could be talking about any number of things well the interviewer mentioned (laughs) same-sex blessings okay right which is what they're talking about sure and he said concerning homosexuals we must be pastorally closer to those who need or want pastoral care here i think we should also encourage priests and pastoral workers to give people in concrete situations some encouragement i don't see any problems there Wow, he's really coming out strong. I mean, sports. what's what's funny is, is that like, like that is super strong language, <laughs> considering who he is yeah. and his position and everything. Yeah. But it's just weak sauce. Yeah. Uh, when the interviewer uh, asked a little bit more directly uh, if that meant if he, what he means is these blessings, um, he says yes. There is no general solution. I have to leave it up to the pastoral worker on the spot who is accompanying the person there. Ah, right. I see. So this is, this is, oh, this is, this, 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 his level of ambiguity uh, really stirred the pot. He's rocking it out. He's <laughs> rocking it out. It's but true. people who, um, are, who know this man and are observers of sort of where his stance is, um, are saying that, that he is, he might be pro reform on this, huh. like legitimately behind the scenes. Um, he's a member of the council of Cardinals, which, uh, the Pope set up, uh, specifically to address potential reforms. Huh. Uh, and he's president of the commission of the bishops conferences of the U- European communities. I mean, this is a very, very high ranking dude in, in Catholicism. Huh. Uh, and um, we, he says, we cannot simply change people's living conditions or the world in which we live. We can complain about them, but what good is that? Um, but there are, but there can be more verve and joy in our work and the way we deal with people, um, which says nothing. But <laughs> if, um, I mean, and this is I mean, coming on the heels of. I mean, coming out pro verve. Is a is a really strong <laughs> position. Um, this is coming on the heels, of course. Uh, last year, uh, Catholic leaders in Germany opposed legalization of marriage for all. 
Yeah. Uh, but now, you know, I mean, they, this this institution is reading the writing on the wall and they're trying to figure out. And they're panicking. And they're panicking. They don't know what to do. Well, the problem is if if they if they didn't have the whole world of Catholicism to worry about, right? If yeah. they could just be Catholicism in sort of liberal countries, if they could be Catholicism in just Europe, right, and maybe even North America, maybe like that, sure, um, they could do okay. They could probably get away with like coming out on this issue, but right. they've got the whole like what is it one one billion people or whatever to worry about, yeah, spread, you know, through Africa and South America as well. This, and, is, why, this is why. It's it's the per- perennial conundrum of uh, of religion right now. Like, yeah. if you want to spread, you got to go third world, right? But if you go, but third if you go world, third, third world, you can't go liberal. No, yeah, I know. So they're 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 trying to figure it out, and I yeah. think that's it's crazy the 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 amount of change that has happened in the West. Yeah, so rapidly, so quickly on the issue of homosexuality. Yeah, right. It, it's they're not ready for it they're not ready and they're they're desperately trying to figure out how to get themselves there it's it's schism time baby everybody everybody's gonna schiz uh, mormon church mormon gonna church schiz. is gonna schiz bad for sure it's gonna get ugly yeah uh but the, the catholics <laughs> may not schiz i mean everybody they, will just everybody will just go oh i mean they'll actually retain a bunch of people if they well, if they don't if they don't accept uh homosexuality they're going to keep hemorrhaging right but if they they'll retain a bunch of people in the first world right if they come out pro gay the problem is why chase the first world the first oh. world is 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 trending you've already lost non-belief. us you've already lost us you know just just you know what go hardline you'll keep your third world for about a century <laughs> oh. and right. then and then you'll be dead uh I'm going to take us to Poland, uh, where a couple of laws. I'm actually I've got two different stories of different laws that have that have happened in Poland uh, that are little that are that are odd. Uh, one of them has made some news. Uh, the the uh, ruling Law and Justice Party has now passed a law. Uh, well, the Senate has passed a, a bill um, that outlaws blaming Poland. For any crimes committed during the Holocaust. Oh. Uh, now, I I kind of get where this is coming from on one level, which is to say that people talk about, you know, I've been to Auschwitz and Birkenau. These are these are concentration camps of World War II. Uh-huh. Uh, and if you say these are Polish concentration camps, mm. I would understand why people would be pretty pissed off about that because they were German concentration camps. Located in Poland. That's true. Uh, you know, it it doesn't say work makes you free in Polish over the gate. Right. It says Arbeit macht frei. Uh, it, it's in German. Right. This was a German concentration camp. Right. So I get it. I get, like, being, being a little touchy about that. Okay. However, uh, to be able to, to put this kind of a stricture on free speech yeah. is cray yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and they they have made exactly zero friends uh with the uh israelis 
uh, during this thing. <laughs> they're, 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 they're not happy with it. Um, Israel is... Oh, really? Yeah. They've, Israel's outraged about something? Right. But, hey, go with what you know. That's what I... <laughs> if you're good at something... Do it, do it with gusto. Oh, then they're like some of the best. Oh my outrage. god, yes, Man. yes. You get you get some Jewish outrage, some Orthodox Jewish outrage. Ah, you are you. That is pure uncut Colombian outrage right there. That is <laughs> you can snort that with confidence. Uh, so so yes, that's that's the first law. The second law I wanted to talk about is is one that uh, was just signed into law that is going to eventually it's going to phase out the opening of shops on Sunday. They are literally going going to legally it's going to be illegal to have, to do your commerce on a Sunday. Wow. Yeah. Uh, as of March 1st, uh, all shops and markets will be closed on two Sundays every month. Oh, okay. Uh, and then uh, open for uh, the yeah. They'll by twenty twenty, no shopping on Sunday. Weird. Uh, they do this with they weird. Ke- they say things like uh, this is giving children a chance to be with their parents, uh, and and give and shop workers can have some. Much needed time off. Is their entire economy just small shops? Like, I don't mean, you still have like hospital workers and all essential services? Oh, yeah, definitely no hospitals on Sunday for sure. <laughs> How you have a power company, right? Right. You yeah. have, uh, yeah, it's it, it, here's the thing. You know, they say things. It, this was also, I think, this was the the president of the com- of, of the country. Uh, he said. Uh, where there are hired trade employees, Sunday should be a day off to allow them time with their families. Which, hey, I love time with my family. I love a good day off. But I think that should be between an employer and an employee. Like, like, you know, if you need money, working on it, being able to work on a Sunday can be a great thing. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I kind of might have a funny... A funny little take on this. Um, I mean, and it, because I'm a little, I'm a little mixed on it because I don't like the reasons why they're doing it because it's clearly religiously motivated. Right. That's, but the, that's the trick of it. I actually do appreciate the idea of a society deciding that every so many days we just kind of stop, take time off. We and and we do it collectively, and this is a good time to like just disconnect and to not have your obligations and your all the commitments and all these outside like like and and I'm the first one who when I need something from the mall downtown and it's fucking closed on Sunday right to be outraged yeah right I think you're crazy that's a stupid like no do not close everything on a day. I don't. I, I have no use for that, whatsoever. But why? Why do it? You. I mean, you're the one proposing something. Like, why would that exist? Like, I'm fine with uh, for somebody, every reason that I just said. But I don't know that it does anything. If every, you know, if a group of people get together and they're like, we don't do right. X on Sunday, we don't do X on Saturday, whatever. 
that's fine. Like you're making a choice, but right. for an entire society to say it is not okay to do X on Sunday. It's not that it's not okay. But it's that's just what this we is. Don't. This is a, right. But, this is but a law. it's not okay. The, uh, there's some judgment associated with it. There's some the Christian you know rules say that we don't do this. Right. Right. It's not that there's anything inherently wrong. It's that there's inherent benefit and. To me, the only argument for Sunday opening is economic, right? Oh, I disagree. I want to be able to do my commerce when it's convenient for me. Like, here's the other thing. All of these people are working, yeah. you know, the work days. Right. They have X, you know, they've got a weekend in this country, in our country. Most right. people have two days in which to do their shopping. Right. So, like, if you take away one of those days, they're fucker hold. Also, Saturday becomes much more crowded at the stores, and frankly, I don't need that shit. Right. There are also other times to do grocery shopping. You don't have to go grocery shopping on Saturday. But what I'm just saying, like... Or on Sunday. Time, right? like, time is tricky. You know, you got to... Right. If you want to get the whole family to go out clothes shopping or whatever, you're going to do it on a Saturday or a Sunday. If Sunday's cut off, you're like, that sucks. Right. I don't buy it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't buy it one bit. No. I think that having a day where you can disconnect from those kind of things and those kind of worries would be really good. And if it was sanctioned by the state, right, and enforced by the state, then it's a protected day, right? Mm. It's, yeah. it's a day that you know once a week, 100%, you have off from not only labor, but you have off from... Um, the pressures of having to go to the supermarket, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Frank is moving to Poland. <laughs> no, I don't. Frank has <laughs> Frank has made an announcement. I I I started off with I mixed on it. <laughs> right, I'm making the argument for it, and yeah. why I think even there are legitimate secular reasons for picking a day, not Sunday closures. It could be Monday. They could just decide, hey, we have four-day work weeks. Well, and, and that's everything a, is fucking closed on Monday, and you still have Saturday and Sunday to do your shopping. And that's an interesting point, because uh, this Sunday closure thing has perturbed some people, and not always the people that you would expect. Seventh-day Adventists oh, yeah. see this as yet another sign that the rest of Christianity is fucked. <laughs> because they know that the real Sabbath is on Saturday. Right. And that just this just proves that everybody else is wrong, right? And of course, then you've got the uh, the the Muslims and you've got the Jews that have their Friday sort of thing, right? It's so arbitrary. First of all, right. like which day is the Sabbath? It's fucking. There's just no point to right, like saying it's this day for sure, because well, God and the numbers yeah. and the things and the, we did the math. Friday, Saturday, Wednesday. I'm a Wednesday Sabbath person. Yeah, our Shabbat. I've never heard of that. My Shabbat Has is... any faith ever picked Wednesday Maybe as their holy day? I'll tell you what. They definitely haven't picked Thursday. We all know Thursday's out. <laughs> this is right out. Thursday's just a stupid day. Yeah. Wednesday, no, it's... There's, there's, there's got to be a, the Church of the Eternal Hump Day. <laughs> Dumb. All right. <laughs> what do you got? Let's move on. Uh, so <laughs> this is amazing. Have you ever heard of Gloria Copeland? Um, of no. uh, Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. 
no. of the Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Oh, okay. Anyway, if you saw him, you'd recognize him. Okay. Um, I did not recognize Gloria Copeland. Anyway, she apparently serves on uh, Donald Trump's Evangelical Advisory Board. Oh, sure. Uh, she came out this last week uh, completely, completely Naked. against flu shots. Of course she did. She says, inoculate yourself with the word of God. <laughs> uh, she says that, uh, she says, well, listen, partners, we don't have a flu season. Right. And we don't. Uh, and, and she cautions people from getting the, the vaccination. She says, and don't receive it when somebody threatens you with everybody's getting the flu. We've already had our shot. He bore our sicknesses and carried our diseases. That's what we stand on. Huh. And she says, so she, she then in, in, uh, in this video uh, starts, uh, <laughs> she, she prays for uh, people who do happen to have the flu, even though she doesn't believe in it. <laughs> so she already contradicts herself. Right. Uh, she says, flu, I bind you off the people in the name of Jesus. Jesus himself gave us the flu shot. He redeemed us from the curse of the flu. Oh, my God. It's just, I mean, uh, <laughs> do you remember when they used to believe that uh, that the, uh, with, you know, the disease was caused by devils, yeah. by, by demons in mm -hmm. your body? Yeah. Yeah, we... Even she knows that's not true. Right. She knows about viruses. She has heard about it. She doesn't and she, trust it, though. She that's believes science, in it. And she doesn't believe in She science. believes in no, viruses. She doesn't. she doesn't. She doesn't. It's all... This, this is science denial coming in at a, a, a whole new level. Yeah. Right? Like, this, it's starting to get actually a little on the scary side. Um, and maybe we're just finding out about it. Maybe it's just a little bit more exposed than it used to be. Uh, but these folks are fucking nuts. She says that the best way to protect yourself from the illness or from, from the flu is to declare, I'll never have the flu. Uh, That's all you have to do. Dan. Great. That uh, bitch better never show up with the sniffles. Oh, no kidding. I hope she is. Uh, I mean, you gotta, you gotta know you have just labeled, put a target on you. <laughs> if someone sees you raise a Kleenex to your face, yeah. you're done. Well, I would intentionally sneeze in her face if I had the flu. I know. Like uh, it's a that, pleasure to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a, this is of course coming out in a, in a year when the uh, Centers for Disease Control, right, uh, and Prevention has actually uh, reported that fifty one point four uh, there or that there are fifty one point four cases of people being hospitalized for the flu per 100,000 people wow. in the United States. That's high. That's, that's actually about uh, 150,000 people in this country have been hospitalized for flu. It's you, been a nasty year. Yeah, it's been awful. It's been a shit year. Um, Everybody that I know has had a really bad sickness yeah. this year yeah. in this non-flu season. It's not. There's no flu season, Yeah. Uh, as she'll point out to you. Yeah. Um, so Gloria Copeland, I watched an, uh, another video uh, of her. Uh, being introduced 
to come out and speak. She's sort of the head of their their sort of their uh, health ministry. <laughs> oh, right. Of course she is. And uh, she in the fine tradition of she has released a seven step guide to get healed from cancer. Oh, good. Which, of course, uh, is all about prayer and alternative medicine. Right. Yeah. You take, so, you would say three Hail Marys for our fathers and uh, some lemon. Yeah. And you're done. Yeah. No cancer. No cancer. All right. Well, Frank, uh, you are going to be very happy about oh. what I'm about to tell you. What is why? There's what? a new app on the market. Oh, I love apps. Yes. You're an appy sort of fellow. <laughs> Uh, so you're going to be very happy with this. Uh-huh. Happy because you're happy. Uh, this is the Our Bible app. Okay. Because obviously the reason you left the church is because you're gay. Mm. What if you had your own Bible app that you could have had that honors you? Wait, what does that mean? Uh, I don't like it's know. a different Bible based on who's reading it. Uh, according to the creator, it's a, uh, a it's a meditation app for LGBTQ Christians, their friends, families, and allies. What? Uh, because I don't know if you know this, people tend people who are really Bible-y tend not to like the gays very much. They tend yeah. not to be very good at gays. <laughs> so, uh, this Sorry. woman, uh, uh, a lesbian. <gasps> Uh, went into the process of, uh, you know, she did a successful Indiegogo campaign, mm. uh, and she uh, she built. They, they've got this this new uh, app here. Uh, you know, she she was talking about the other Bible apps. She said many allow conservatives uh, to. She said to reach out in need of something spiritual or worshipful, or will allow them to meditate or find community. Oh yeah. But not if you're queer. Yeah. You don't get to do that. Oh, my God. And so, it's, I just feel the lack. Right? Uh, you know, I knew there was something missing in my life. Right. So this is, it's not just for the LGBT community. She says that it, it's, uh, there are people uh, talking about sort of black and brown portrayals of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so wait. That sort of thing. Have they changed the biblical story to fit? No. It's just the Bible, but you can connect so, with other people who who won't be dicks about you being gay all over biblical stuff. Oh, great. So, like, you know, you use the book that's a little bit of a dick about you being gay to connect with other people who, uh, who are also ignoring that who are also, one yes, major detail. Really trying to blind themselves. <laughs> To that, I mean, frankly, anyone who believes in the Bible yeah. has become good at blinding themselves to a lot of stuff, including like, the Bible itself. Literally, you gotta ignore so much Bible to be okay with the Bible. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter who you are. Like, if, even if you're in favor of a whole laundry list of things that I'm not in favor of, right? There's stuff in that Bible that you cannot possibly be in favor of. No, that's true. So, yeah. But at least the gays can now uh, you know, can can now commune with each other over this over their Bible. Oh, we commune with each other. <laughs> we already. We've got that one figured out. Is there a, do you think there's a, like a dick pic sharing part of the of the our <laughs> Bible app? Well, that's the only way you're going to get the gays there. That's the only yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> lesbians, I don't know. I don't even know how they work. 
but no, get- they share dick pics too. <laughs> They're so weird. <laughs> so weird. She, she says. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm a, I'm in the Bears section of the Our Bible app. <laughs> Sometimes I like to browse around in the twink section, though. It's kind of fun. You never know. You never know what's going to strike your fancy. Indeed. Well, if something has struck your fancy and you'd like to tell us about it, you can write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. Go to the Facebook page, please. Facebook.com slash Atheist. Click that like button. And while you're on Facebook... Search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you in for free even. Whoa. Hey, Dan. Uh, yeah. Do you know who we don't hear enough from uh, in, in, in this world? Who? Michelle Bachman. Oh yeah, we need hers is a voice, a screechy, <laughs> high pitched harpy voice that we just, just need more of in the uh, world. Yeah, strangely <laughs> soothing, <laughs> or not, or not, so, as soothing as fingernails on a chalkboard. Mm. Like it's just just a lovely grating voice and with that introduction hey let's play some some of her voice for our listeners well yeah and here she is uh she you know she's she's a real fan of of one uh donald trump oh yeah and so she's got he's a i don't know if you know this he's he's a very he's a very godly man she'll talk about it she'll tell you don't worry about it (laughs) how anybody could criticize this speech is beyond me because he's wanting every bloomin' American to succeed, and he's appealing to common sense in that he doesn't want to see this country hurt from terrorism. He doesn't want to see us hurt from bad criminals who come into this country. There's so much decency that I heard in this speech, and a heart. He's, He's very much heart. He's head, but he's very much heart, and he has so much respect for God. He really does. Now, you know, he's lived a wild life, but this is a guy who has respect for God. First and foremost, he has respect for God. I've been in the Oval Office. I put my hands on him. I prayed for, over this man. He asked for prayer. His whole family asked for prayer. That's because they understand the importance of God and they respect God. She put her hands on him. Ooh, that sounded... I feel like that's a sex. Like she's indicating something sexy happened. <laughs> Listen, we had sex and... Listen, I... He... I yelled out, oh, my God, like, (laughs) so many times. He has respect for God. (laughs) I put my hands on him. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, lots of respect for God. He he mentioned the Lord by name. Yeah. Multiple times. (laughs) He's just called out to Jesus. (laughs) Wouldn't say my name, which was weird, but (laughs) called out to God a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I just... Good, good. Put so, my hands on him. Boy, they they really are setting this uh, this this bar really low, aren't they? Because, like, really all you have to do now, you can live a wild life. Right? Yeah. And her words. Yeah. Right? But believes in God. It's 
it's amazing. But actually believes in God means nothing to them. Because the last guy talked a, talked a lot more about God. Absolutely. Uh, they did not believe him. <laughs> they just... Right. So you have to you have to believe in God and also be white. Oh. Uh, or the orange of color version of white. <laughs> you can be off-white. You don't have to be like pure white and delightsome. But you, you, you sure as shit can't be black. Mm, I know. Anyway, also, you you can't uh, support the murder of babies, which, you know, Donald John Trump has paid for some abortions. (laughs) That man has uh, has aborted some children in his day. Yeah. Oh, it's not. Where is that story? By hand. Right. Yeah, exactly. At least financial support. Right. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) I mean, you. Who would it surprise in this world who's actually paying any attention, if someone came out with a report that like she came to him, said she was pregnant, and he just punched her in the belly reflexively? <laughs> like, there's. I don't think anybody <laughs> would doubt would it. doubt that. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, but he we believes have, in God. He, but he's a godly, godly man. <laughs> it's true. Um, we had some folks write into us. Uh, Elise wrote in uh, and said. Dear Frank and Dan, when we talk about the parents of the 13 abused children, this is that story, mm. uh, yeah. the, the the 13 kids that were all sort of chained up in, in this right. godly household. Yeah. Um, uh, she says, it's important to also look in, in, into the parents' relationship. Mm. I've seen material suggesting that the father began this family by kidnapping the teen that would become his wife. Oh. Uh, male dominance and even misogyny are often part of Christian and other religious zealotry, uh, as they as they were in this terrible case. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Right. But I but what I do know is true is that absolutely like male dominance, patriarchy, all of that bullshit is <clears throat> woven into the fabric of almost every religion, mm-hmm. and it's poisonous every single time yep so that much i can agree with you on hmm. as for the rest i don't know hi guys says kurt uh a couple of weeks ago you brought up the story of a, the canadian government requiring applicants for the summer job grants to affirm that they respect among other things lgbtq rights and women's re- reproductive rights um as you would expect religious organizations are none too pleased about it But as much as it pains me to say it, I have to side with the religious folks on this one. While I certainly support LGBTQ and reproductive rights uh, and share your enthusiasm for those rights uh, or for for the promotion of those things, I think this was the wrong way for the government to go about it. Hmm. The government should enforce laws as they relate to those rights, should enforce laws as they relate to those rights. But applying the vague uh, a vague ideology test goes too far. The government ought to be policing actions, not thoughts. In this case, my ideologies happen to align with those of the government, but I can easily imagine a conservative government trying to apply a similar values test, uh, but with a pro-life slant. Uh, If it's not okay for the goose, it shouldn't be okay for the gander. Uh, Love the show. Keep up the great work. It's an interesting point. Yeah. Uh, You know, in this case, the the Canadian government has a... uh, 
a stated ethos right. that they're just requiring uh, anyone who gets these grants to uh, to to be on board with. I don't know. Uh, you yeah, know, it's so, not. Sometimes the majority can get a little pushy. It's their... true. Um, they're they're not requiring everybody to believe what they believe. They're just saying that if you're if you're going to qualify for government grants, you have to sort of comp- be in line with government values. I, right, but it sounds like there may be an issue with that. Yeah, I think that 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 it is a it can be a little bit sketchy because yes, we wouldn't want the opposite to exist. Yeah, we wouldn't want. That's a good point. Yeah, I like. Uh, thanks, Kurt, for writing in. Um, I know that I've got one contribution, uh, one one me- new member of the TGIA family mm-hmm, to report. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, this was Colin, who has given us a one-time donation. Fantastic. Uh, so thanks, Colin. And, yeah. and I know that you have some other... I do. We have um, a total of five people to thank. Uh, amongst them, we have three new faithful uh listeners okay uh we have jason mormon zodiac and ashley oh thank you guys so much uh and then we have andrew who's uh now a beatified oh and we have june who is a pope Oh, we got a new pope. We have a new pope. Pope Send some smoke up the chimney kids (laughs) we got a new pope and uh, you know these folks. Blessed um, be they. Yeah, they've they went to the, our Patreon page, uh, where uh, all of our supporters uh, gain access to an ad-free version of the show. Right. And uh, and there's also a way to uh, you, you know if you sign up at a certain level, there's also some the, our diaries. Yeah, we there's, we, there's bonus we, content. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basically, you if you decide you want to be a, a, a patron of the show, member of the family, uh, you get you get access to to yeah the ad v, ad free uh, feed for the show, which is great, uh, and yeah bonus content. Yeah, so, so we put um, we put out bonus content weekly. Mm-hmm. There may be extra bonus content that uh, you know you never know what's going to happen. Time to time, and uh, it's possible and you'll never get to hear it if you uh, if you don't join these lovely people and yeah. uh, and become. become part of the tgia family yeah so uh yeah go to facebook or not facebook don't go to there no go, go to thank click on that uh patreon bit and uh and, and we'll and go from go from there and you can be like our lord and savior oh may she forever holiest reign of, of all patrons. may flights of angels sing her to her rest <laughs> Angela. Angela! <laughs> All right, Man. kids. Thanks. Th- thanks so much. Well, Frank. Yes. Uh, there was a, you know, in this in this uh, this Me Too era, this mm-hmm. hashtag Me Too era, this era of. No longer being, you know, trying trying to tear down the uh, the the institutionalized cover that is provided for sexual abusers. Mm-hmm. You know, we recently had a big story about Larry Nasser, mm-hmm. who was the uh, mm-hmm. the the gymnastics doctor, right? Who for USA Gymnastics, and yeah. and for whatever 
what was the he was he was also at, at one of the universities uh who abused just countless young vulnerable girls yeah that that sort of came into his office it's so, really horrifying it was disgusting the accounts are horrifying. and he is going away to jail for yeah. hopefully uh ever he's yeah. uh, he won't he he's not likely to rejoin society anytime soon oh, yeah um good. the man needs to go away yeah uh, and that's all a good thing. Uh, and there are all of these, and, and you know, there, there's now there's now like inquiries into the institutions that sort of provided cover for him mm-hmm. and, and didn't provide support for these girls and all of this sort of thing. And the same thing's happening in industries across the country and mm-hmm. around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the industries that has been uh, called out by one of uh, Mr. Nasser's victims, um, this is a woman uh, named Rachel... Den Hollander, Den Hollander, I don't know where to put the emphasis on that. I don't know which syllables to emphasize in Den that. Den Hollander. Last name. This has got a lot of syllables. That's all I'm saying. Uh, anyway, uh, Miss Den Hollander uh, talked about her faith. She's a faithful uh, conservative Christian. Okay. She was talking to Christianity Today, mm. uh, and she was talking about uh, the fact that Mr. Nasser abused her. And she said the following, uh, quote, church is one of the least safe places to acknowledge abuse because of the way, because the way it is counseled is more often than not damaging to the victim. Hmm. Yeah. She said, Hmm. uh, she said the church is one of the worst places to go for help. Wow. She, I, um, she said that with, with deep regret. Right. But she is speaking her truth. She is done covering for anybody, apparently. Well, yeah, and uh, and good for her because, yeah. you know, people rely on on their local church, on their pastor, and they are specifically uh, told to rely on uh-huh. their local church and their pastor. They are told that this is uh, this is the appropriate place to go yeah. if you have any needs, yeah. spiritual, emotional, psychological. And and the problem is, is that the pastor probably really good chances uh, that this individual doesn't have the right kind of training to be providing the services that you need. Yeah. And they're often reluctant to refer you to the services that, that, that are out there. Right. Well, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, church, you know, what they, they don't want scandal. Right. So here's the other thing. A lot of times, you know, this may have not have been the case for for this mm. young woman, but a lot of times, you know, it's your neighbor that's that's doing this. It's someone who knows you. They're they may be members of the church too, right? And you know, this may shock some people to learn, but sometimes it's even a member of the clergy themselves, right? And in that point, in that instance, so often. You know the the pastor that or or the priest that this person has gone to for help is good friends with X person. Yeah, knows you know old brother so and so. Well, hmm, he may have done something wrong here, but he's a good family man. Oh, he's got a he, you know he he takes care of those kids real mm-hmm. well, and yep. he, you know he 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 provides for his wife and kids, and yeah. and uh, you know you wouldn't want their their family to be torn up would you and they've had such a rough year what with nancy's you know hysterectomy and 
yeah yeah like like they no this is just bad timing for yeah. them yeah you don't want right? to do you wouldn't want to do this to their family would you and that happened. This yeah. is like this is the kind of thing that happens. I'll talk to him. Or the yes, exactly. I'll talk to him. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Right. I'll get him right with God. Right. That does nothing for you, right. but I'll get him right with God. Right. We'll sort him out. Mm-hmm. This is this is the thing. Uh, church is awful for victims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's pretty great for perpetrators. <laughs> and that's that's the other that's the flip side of this coin. Is that church is awesome for somebody who has committed a horrible crime. Because the whole point of church is, let's get you forgiven. Yeah. Let's just, uh, you know, uh, you did something terrible. You're going to have to do, you know, you're going to have to do a lot of praying. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to read a lot of scripture. Right. And then uh, and then it's all forgiven. And, and there's no reason to involve the author- the authorities no 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 we'll the handle the higher this. authority that's right the highest has, has has forgiven the highest of all possible authorities yeah. is this one uh it, and 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 i have access to him yeah he'll don't worry i i got an in with this guy i happen to know for a fact i can get you out of this <laughs> and he'll let me know he'll let me know i'm a, he already has let me know i'm really good at this you, you're the you're plea, on the right path plea bargaining with god is mm-hmm. pretty pretty easy He's a bit of a pushover. <laughs> I, I, not for nothing. This guy, seriously, if you just say you're sorry, he'll, he'll <laughs> let it go. He's awesome that way. I love it. Meanwhile, the victim gets jack shit. Yeah. Uh, there's another interesting thing. Hemant Mehta pointed out uh, a, a concept that he calls sin leveling that mm. happens in churches. Okay. What's that? Which is the idea that yeah, sin is a sin is a sin is a sin. Oh, you know, right? No, I've yeah, sure. This, this yeah. guy raped you, but you know what? This guy was a was a thief, mm-hmm. and that guy didn't honor his parents. So everybody's a sinner, you know. Yeah, uh, and we all we just need to learn to forgive, like the Lord forgives. What's um, it, it? And it's an interesting thing because it diminishes the really grievous. Uh, you know, acts. Yeah, right. It brings pulls them down, but it also pushes fairly minor, oh uh, yeah. transgressions against your fellow human being, and pushes them up and brings it on par with really nasty things. Yeah. And so the guilt that people feel, right, for 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 the little things that we just we just do we. We transgress against each other. You know, we yeah. we might say something that's a little nasty or, you know, like, yeah. and those are, those are sins too, according to, you know, well, I mean, I mean, jealousies and, you know, or what's worse, the act of loving another human being in a physical way, mm. that's love. Mm. It's the opposite of a sin. There's right. no way that me having sex with somebody that I love, regardless of what paper we we have gotten or right. like who has blessed us right oh no but there's that blessing dan there's no way that that is a word but it's it, the blessing the thing is that that's the thing they make an equivalency right between our extramarital sex mm-hmm. like that's a sin right. and boy you know in mormonism it's now, Mormonism does a better job of ranking sins I, than some. Yeah, because I I remember like as a kid, 
you know, because I didn't grow up in Utah, so I, my friends by and large were not Mormon. Right. Right. And so we would, but, but also we lived in religious places. And so I would get weird comments from these little Baptist kids or whomever. And I wouldn't really understand what they were saying, you know, and, and they, they had this whole leveling out equivalency thing that they would do. And basically any disobeying your parents was just as bad as being a thief or being a murderer. Right. Right. And, right. It, and it was just like, okay, you've mi- surely you misunderstood something at church. Right. And turns out, no, they no. really didn't. No. Sin is a sin. Now, Mormonism does rank the sins. Yeah. To some extent. But my wife grew up being told constantly that not guarding her virtue, hmm. that having sex was the second worst sin next to murder. Yeah. Now, if That's you're going to tell bad. me that having <laughs> loving or even just having fun sex uh-huh. is worse or as bad mm-hmm. as having forceful, forced, oh. un undesired sex you're gonna be in trouble with me because that's some bullshit right there sex is sex right is sex well and what it does is these there there are all of these victims of sexual abuse of predation of rape who end up thinking that they've committed a sin yeah they had sex i committed a sin Mm -hmm. in this whole thing so the, and they go to these pastors, they go to these leaders, and the leaders tell them that they have to repent. Mm. And it's well, it's that's, nastiness. That's fucked up. I mean, so so yeah. I mean, the the thought. I guess the big revelation for me, the big thing that I had never really, it hadn't really occurred to me, because I know that pe- I've known for a long time that you know that the church the churches are just terrible at protecting victims. Mm-hmm. I hadn't realized, like, yeah, it's a pro-perp system. It is just, it is great to be the perpetrator. It is terrible to be the victim at church. It's insane. It's set up that way. That's how it's set up. Well, yeah, I mean. And it's always that way. It's only been recently that all of this violence toward women has even been re- really recognized as as a really bad thing. Right. Well, violence <laughs> toward women, violence right. towards children. Right. Because like the, the 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 patriarchy protects these things. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's a good man. Yeah. He's got some flaws. Yeah. Just like we all do. Yeah. You know, I used to steal out of my dad's wallet. He rapes people. We're all we all have our have our flaws. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The Lord, the Lord forgives us all. I will say this though: it is clear that um, that that violent we we are becoming a less. I know it sometimes feels like it's the other way, but it, it does seem like we're becoming a less violent society. Well, we are in because part we're becoming because... aware of these very specific acts of violence right. and what they do to people. And that it is just absolutely 100% wrong. And all the mandatory reporting that's now required, that's supposed to be required. Right. Um, required, but doesn't seem to happen. Right. Yeah. But we're working on it. And we're having this big discussion. And it seems like the the, the, the acceptance of this is, is to me, it seems like it's... It, it's Yeah. 
We're taking, people are not as willing to turn a blind eye. We're taking sli- small steps forward. Yeah, I think I think that's undeniable. Uh, and yet, you know, here's the, God. God bless this woman. Yeah, who was able to not only just come out uh, bravely and say, "Yes, I was abused by this mm-hmm. guy," but she's clearly got zero fucks left to give about who she's calling out. Yeah, it is time to just. She's just just going to call it as she sees it. Yeah. And and let the chips fall where they may. And I think that needs to happen so much. And I think people, you know, people who suffer abuse, people who suffer under, you know, and and then who suffer from their, they go to the person that they trust. They go to their pastor, their priest. They go to the person who they have been told their whole lives is their salvation, is someone that they can trust. And that person fails them so completely yeah it's time to start talking about it yeah so yeah, i'm very good for her very proud of her for doing that uh hopefully members of our community who have suffered under that will be able to come out and talk about it you mean the atheist community yeah yeah is that A- what you're talking about yeah i'm saying members of the atheist community who in their in their religious history dealt with this stuff gotcha i didn't Sorry, yeah, I, I mean, I was made that make clear. a connection of what exactly what you're. Talking but hopefully, about. people people because in I know com- that there's also a problem with you know sexism and whatnot within the atheist community. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I don't. I mean, we don't. Again, we don't have the structures of a of a religion or right. anything to, yeah. to contend with. It still but, exists, and in all of its forms, it needs to be right. called out. But I mean, I yeah, I don't. I I think that especially we I just had misunderstood what you were saying, and my mind went up, went to a place. I understand right. what you're saying, right? Even if you are now out of it and free, if you had these experiences, talk about it. Yeah, you know, put it out there. Yeah. I think I think it's important to uh, to our society to to be saying, look at these institutions mm-hmm. and look at how they deal with things yeah. and look at how they treat people. Yeah, uh, because yeah, victims' rights are are a thing that's happening now. Right. We need we need to press with that. You know, right. we need to step on the gas with that. Right. 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 So there you go. Uh, if you have anything you'd like to add to the conversation, we welcome your voice. Uh, go ahead and write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could call your actual voice. Yeah. We welcome Use your voice. You could be on the show. Use your words. Use your words, people. people. <laughs> you can call us at 424-666-8442 and leave us a voicemail message. And, you know, we go through them and we'd love to hear, you, hear yeah. from you guys yeah. and uh, and play them on the show. Yeah. Uh, hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge request to join. Uh, it's a closed group. It's moderated. It's uh, it's a safe place for, uh, for all concerned. Hopefully. We try to make it that way. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Facebook, thanks to Mackenzie for her hard work on our Facebook page. Uh, thanks so much to Sarah, Danny, and uh, Amy for their work as moderators on uh, in the Members Only Lounge. And thanks at, uh, go out to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music and Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. Yes, uh, and thanks again to our patrons, mm-hmm. the members of our family who, who, are, who are getting all of that sweet, sweet access. Uh, uh, and thank you. Dear listener, dear viewer, for tuning in. Bye-bye.